The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. I'm Kisa Amaro, and with me, as always, is Mary Preston. Mary, tell us a bit about yourself before we get deeper into today's topic. Hello, everybody. I am Mary Preston, a licensed psychotherapist out here in Fort Collins, Colorado, and a life coach. And I specialize with working with mental health professionals who are experiencing burnout. Kisa, who are you working with? <laughs> I am a certified health coach, and I help ambitious moms get control of their food cravings by going beyond the nutrition to develop a healthy relationship with food and with themselves. I love it. You guys, if you have any questions later on about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in our Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Just look up the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa and it will pop up for you. Oh, and one more thing. We are live on Stitcher. Live on Stitcher. Find us. Find our podcast. (laughs) And hopefully by the time you're listening to this podcast, we will be on iTunes as well. Yes. And by the new year, we will be caught up. Yes. We're going to do it. Okay, my friends, on to our topic of the day, which is meal planning. Yeah, I know this is the podcast you've all been waiting for and are ready to jump right into meal planning. <laughs> sure. So we're going to talk the about week. the benefits, <laughs> the benefits of meal planning, how to, well, when I say we, I mean, Kisa, okay. um, how to develop efficient meal planning, what happens if it isn't perfect, you're going to get some tips for efficient meal planning. And like I said, this topic is totally Keese's jam, and I'm so excited that she gets to talk to you about meal planning. I know she's excited to share this information. So let's get started. Kisa, take it away. Thank you. Thank you, Mary, for the very warm welcome. Um, I will say, <laughs> you guys, stay tuned, because Mary has some really good tips. I do. She's a convert. She is a convert. She I know. never meal planned. And now she meal plans. Yeah, we were just talking before we started recording that uh, I thought meal planning was going to take too much, uh, but it turns out it doesn't. So stay tuned. You're going to love this. Yeah. So what happens if you head out on a family vacation that you are super excited about only to find out that you have planned nothing? You didn't reserve any airline tickets. You didn't have any hotel rooms or a rental car reserved as well. How do you think that vacation is going to go? Probably isn't going to happen, right? Not well. Uh, Or maybe you set out on a road trip to Yellowstone National Park, except you didn't look at directions, nor do you have a map or GPS in your car. How do you think that trip is going to go? Are we there Mm -hmm. yet? Comes to mind, not only from the kids, but from your partner as well. How much longer do you think it would take to you to find Yellowstone without directions? 
than to get there with directions. Yeah, I, don't, I was just thinking when Nate and I Where stopped by Yellowstone National Park on the drive across the country, it was in a different state than I thought it was. So there's that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is in <laughs> two states, just to let you know. Well, I was, let's just say it was very incorrect and I would not have found it. <laughs> so planning, good idea. <laughs> So with that said, there are reasons we plan things. Uh, <laughs> when we plan, we make sure that we have transportation, reservations, supplies, we're prepared. Planning ahead makes life a lot easier and runs smoother. We plan vacations so we get to where we want to go and we have a place to stay and we're able to relax and have fun while we're on our vacation. We plan ahead so we don't waste time and money. My husband has a saying, measure twice, cut once, when it comes to home improvement projects. Mm -hmm. So why am I talking about planning ahead, and what does this have to do with wellness? Well, Mary and I are going to be talking specifically about meal planning today. Yes, the dreaded meal planning. (laughs) But don't worry, we aren't going to be giving you a list of what to eat and what not to eat. And we are not going to give you specific meals that you have to follow to a team. What we are going to be sharing with you are the benefits that we have found and that many of our clients have found in meal planning. My process in meal planning, as well as some simple tips for you to follow to help you live that meal planning life. Yeah. So guys, why should we meal plan? Yeah. Why Kisa? There's... There's lots of benefits to planning your meals ahead. Uh, You have nutritious food in your house to make meals. You don't have to stop at the grocery store every day to buy food to make for dinner. You reduce your meals eaten out. You're organized. Yeah, you have like that sense of control and reduce stress around, you know, what's for dinner. It saves time, saves money. Fun fact, a family of four roughly weighs $2,275 of Holy food a year. crap. Wow. Yeah. That's a vacation, right? Yeah. Um, that's, your, that's your road trip to Yellowstone. <laughs> if you can find it. It, <laughs> uh, it reduces waste, so throwing out food, and it creates food awareness. So I wasn't always a meal planner. I have always been somewhat organized, but I didn't see the benefit in meal planning. I would head to the grocery store and buy what looked good. I would wander the aisles getting some healthy foods, but also meandering the chips, cookie, soda, candy, and ice cream. Mm-hmm. And if I was especially hungry, I would end up with a ton of those foods and that would get eaten on the way home to make dinner. So I would, um, I also would waste a lot of time. I would buy what looked good in the moment with no real plan as to what to do with it. So often fruit and veggies would go bad before I could make something out of them. I also would make frequent trips to the grocery store, which would add up. You know, if you think about the time it takes to park, wander around the store, and then to check out and multiply that by four or five times. You know, what if you only went to the grocery store once or twice a week? 
And what if you only went to one or two stores? How much time do you think you would save by doing that? I started to plan out my meals because I wanted to save money and time, and this started to work. I was able to save time by not having to go to the grocery store every day or every other day, and I was able to save money because the food I bought had a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I also had a list, and I stuck to the list. Nice. And, um, you know, like that food I bought was for a specific meal plan or for a specific recipe or meal. Mm -hmm. I also learned how to optimize leftovers or use extra produce not needed for a dish by scrambling them with some eggs for breakfast. Now, I didn't get where I am right now overnight. I started with little steps. I started planning three or four days of and you know shopping twice a week versus four or five times a week. And then I started making bigger meals in order to have leftovers and so on. So different things will work for different people and there's no one right way to meal plan. Hmm. Let me repeat that. There's no one right way to meal plan. Yep. All you need to do is start. Yep. Keith and I have very different meal plans. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, just start with one meal, like literally plan yep. one meal for the week. Make a list of all the ingredients and go grocery shopping, you know, if that's where you are. So I wanted to share my steps in meal planning that I use each week. So first I schedule time for the meal planning, shopping, and cooking process. A lot of times you have intentions of meal planning and grocery shopping, but it doesn't end up happening. This or that comes up and, you know, it's more important or you just mm -hmm. forgot and now you're too busy. So this time you are going to plan it out and you're going to put it in your calendar. So however you plan, if you have like a paper calendar, um, calendar on your phone, um, just make time and do it and follow through. Once you get a routine down and you see the benefits of meal planning, then it will be a lot easier to make that time shop and cook. Mm -hmm. And the second step, and I've been working a lot on this one lately, and I know Mary is really good at this one. Really good at this one. Um, it's an acronym, KISS, K-I-S-S. Um, and it means keep it simple, stupid. Some people I've heard it with other, um, keep it simple with another S on the end. Um, <laughs> so you can just use your imagination. This is something, you know, that I'm working on. Your meals do not have to be Instagram worthy, professionally plated or gourmet meals. They just need to taste good. And it doesn't take much for a meal to taste good. Mm-hmm. So keep your recipes simple unless you are into cooking and have time to learn and create multiple elaborate recipes. So really keeping it simple. This does not have to be anything over the top. It just has to taste good. Um, my third step is, you know, collecting recipes and ideas. So sometimes I'll sit down to meal plan and nothing comes up. I'm not craving anything specific, nor can I think of anything I'd want to eat, make or eat. Mm -hmm. So for this, I have a couple things. I'll ask my husband if he has any requests 
which he does, and they usually include bacon and steak. (laughs) (laughs) I also have a list of go-to recipes that I can easily make. I just kind of know in my head because I've made them for so long. So you can start, um, you know, as you go along and you experiment and you find recipes that like, oh, this is super simple and this is really delicious. That could be a go-to recipe. You can kind of have it every week or every other week. And um, over then over time, I've also made a collection of um, recipes. So whether that be like printed out and put in a binder um, or they could be um, saved on your computer mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, and then also I have, you know, I've just collected cookbooks over time that right. I have like actually two really. I mean, I have more than that, but there's like two of them that are like my go-to cookbooks. And I'm like, I don't know what to eat. So I'll just like thumb through that. And I'm like, oh, this looks good. Um, and then also it's helpful to have a designated place to save your recipes. So yeah. like I mentioned, like a binder or somewhere on your computer where you can just go to and pull up those recipes very easily. Um, and then next is to write down what you will eat for each meal. So you literally only need a paper and pencil to write down what you're going to eat at each meal. You can draw a grid and write the days of the week along the side and then breakfast, lunch, dinner, or whatever meals you eat along the top. So fill in each grid with a meal. You can also, uh, Google food templates or meal plan templates and find a bunch on the interweb. And then I will attach my food template um, to the show notes. So you Perfect. can have access to that. <clears throat> and then you can also make large meals so you have leftovers. Mm-hmm. And this is a great idea as it saves you time and leftovers are great for the next day's lunch or for when you need a quick dinner. You can just warm up the leftovers and you're good to go. Uh, And then look for ingredients that you can use twice, like things like onions, beans, chicken. Maybe you could um, cook up or dice up extra onion because you know you're going to use it um, tomorrow. Uh, And then take into consideration what you'll be doing each day. So will you be eating away from home for any meals? Do you need anything special for any meals? Will leftovers work best on some nights because you get home later? So just like really look at your schedule and kind of make note of that on your meal plan as you're planning your meals. So once you have everything planned, like on your uh, template or your grid, go ahead and write a grocery list. Uh, The average shopper spends 40% more when shopping without a list. I believe it. That's crazy, right? (laughs) <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. My list has changed day. so much now that I stick to it. I believe that. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there's, I mean, yeah, I completely agree with you, Mary. Like before I shopped with a list, it's just like, oh, this looks good. And then you just like are putting stuff in your cart that you have no mm-hmm. plan for. Right. So um, I write my list on my phone in the notes app and uh, I have it divided by like fruit, veggies, dairy, meat, and then miscellaneous. Mm -hmm. So you could have it just kind of um, itemized out 
Um, you can also write it down on paper. Like I said, you don't need a mm-hmm. phone. You can write it on paper. Yep. I'm a paper person. Nathan yeah. and I, before, before we go shopping, we just, we just look in the fridge and we look in the pantry and we're like, what do we need? We shout it uh-huh. out. We just make the, it is not organized, but it's on paper. <laughs> it's on paper. Yeah. It you can have on it paper. any order you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. And it works. Uh, yeah. So then when I go shopping, I just delete, like once I get a thing, I delete mm-hmm. it. And yeah, easy. And then the next step, uh, sorry, the next step is to go grocery shopping. <laughs> go to the you store. Have your list, go grocery shopping and yeah. shop with a perfect purpose. Um, have your list with you and cross things off as you go. And once you're familiar with where things are in the grocery store, I know sometimes it's like if you go to a new grocery store, like when we moved to Guam, I went in the grocery store and you're just kind of lost, right? Yeah. So once you're familiar with where things are in the grocery store, and you'll probably notice that you buy a lot of the same things every week, mm-hmm. once you have your organization, uh, your shopping trips will become so efficient. So much easier. Yeah. And then the next step is to pull out your meal plan and follow accordingly. So I just have mine uh, on the fridge, the side of the fridge. Um, and you know, some people will do all of their meal prep in one day. Mm-hmm. I like to do mine, you know, daily or every other day, depending on leftovers, since we have some nights we'll have leftovers. Um, so whatever works for you, like I said, experiment, there's no one perfect way to do this. And sometimes, uh, I'll make a quiche or an oatmeal bake for my husband for quick breakfast in the morning. And so, you know, that wouldn't be like a batched. So I would make a big oatmeal bake and then I mm-hmm. cut it into squares and I wrap it in tinfoil and then it's Ooh, just in the fridge for him to pull out and go. Um, but otherwise I cook roughly every other day for dinner. So yeah, experiment, see what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you go to make your meal, pull out your meal plan and recipe and get cooking. And get cooking. You know, at first I had to, you know, like follow recipes. I don't want to say to a T, but, you know, I looked at the recipes and I followed them. But then there was, you know, there's recipes that we make over and over and over again. And so I pretty much know the recipe and they're pretty simple. There'll be like, like, I think Mary, you do this too, but Mm -hmm. you put chicken breast in a crock pot, you put a jar of salsa Mm -hmm. and then you let it cook all day long. Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) yeah, I think that's the thing about, about doing the meal planning. Like in the beginning, it seems like such a daunting task, right? But what Keith is saying, you do these recipes over and over again, Uh easy. It becomes really easy over time. Yeah, it does. Please believe me. And like I said, you know, you (laughs) can start with please believe me. (laughs) One new recipe a week. Yeah. You know, like first week, find Mm -hmm. one recipe. Yeah. Okay. Next week, you can use that same recipe and then add one more. Mm -hmm. The third week. Use those same two recipes, add one more. So it's not an all or nothing. It's not it doesn't need to be perfect. And it's all about experimentation. Um yeah. And then the last thing I do is I put leftovers away in convenient container containers and utilize them. So if they're for lunch the next day, I'll put them in a container that I can take with me. Um, if I'm eating lunch out, uh, sometimes we save them for dinner the next night. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I used to waste a lot of food because I would forget about leftovers. And by the time I noticed them, they either had a funky smell or something growing on them. Very pleasant. Yes. So now I actually plan leftovers into my meal plan. Mm -hmm. So I know like I'm going to cook like double this recipe. And then so for Monday night, I'm going to double the recipe and maybe we'll have it again on Wednesday. Um, And then also the night before I actually go grocery shopping is leftover night. And I pull, I literally pull everything out of the fridge that needs to be eaten. And sometimes I get creative and I can make like a stir fry or a hash or scramble out of the leftovers. And sometimes I just warm them up and set them out. And then we just eat random foods that may not go together, but they still taste good. You know? Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, if planning an entire week of meals and grocery shopping for all that food has you completely overwhelmed, do not worry. Start from where you are. So if you literally do not plan anything, choose one or two meals to plan for the week. Um, You know, maybe meal planning is completely new to you. You can plan um, the two meals for one week. And then, like I said, just add another one on the next week and then so on and so on until you're at that comfortable stage where you're like, okay, like I'm planning all of my meals that we eat at home. Yep. And, you know, wherever you are, you just need to start. Like, that's all you need to do is just start. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. So Mary has a special guide to meal planning. Mary, can you tell us about your little guide that you have? Yeah. So this is Mary's Lazy Girl's Guide to Meal Planning. Um, I always love when I hear, like, Kisa is such a more organized and, like, energetic about meal planning than I am. And I want to offer a, another way to do meal planning, which has taken me time to get like to whittle it down to, to really what's important. Um, but this is for the people who like who just like I'm a person who will buy a planner because I think it's going to make me organized and then I never write in it. <laughs> right. I'm the kind of person I'd pull out the meal plan and then I just wouldn't I wouldn't follow it. I wouldn't put things in there. So I've decided yeah. like to just get really super simple. So my meal plan is exactly the same each week. And this is why it's so simple. Um, And so this is, you know, if you, I think I talked about, we talked about it in the last podcast, right? We talked about, I've decided that food is more about fuel for me now than Mm -hmm. entertainment. And so it makes this a little bit easier, right? Food is just fuel. And so sometimes my meals are really boring and that's okay because this is really easy. So I make the same meal plan each week. And maybe substitute one or two ingredients. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So the less time and energy it takes. And so my lunch plan for the week, and I mean every single week, is chicken with vegetables. So here's how my meal planning works. On Saturday or Sunday, Nathan and I go grocery shopping. And on my list, every week goes a whole chicken, a jar of salsa, and sweet potato. Sometimes if we're at Whole Foods, which is amazing, they have chopped up sweet potato. It's already cubed for me. I don't even have to cut the sweet potato. Sometimes I get wild. I buy some mushrooms, onions, peppers. Um, I buy them pre-chopped because if they're not, I might not use them. They just sit in my pantry. So I might as well spend the extra dollar and get them chopped already. Mm -hmm. Um. 
And so every Sunday, in fact, I just started my Instant Pot a little bit ago. Uh, I cut up the sweet potato, stir in any other vegetable I've bought, put the chicken on top of the sweet potato, pour in the salsa, add some water. If you have an Instant Pot, you know you need a little bit of water. Um, And then you just set it to pressure cook for 25 minutes and I walk away. Mm. Um, I let it cool off and then I put it in Tupperware for the week. So I just, I, I do the whole like one day of prep. Because otherwise, I won't. I won't do more. Okay. Um, so I do the, you know, I do the chicken the one day. I let it cool off. Put it into five different containers, one for each day of the week. So in the morning, I can just mm-hmm. pull a container out for lunch. Okay. And then I'm a bit of a hippie, so I also start up a round of bone broth after it's done using marrow bones in the chicken carcass. But we can talk about that another day. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious, Mary. I just, I just added that on recently. But like Kisa said, start, yeah. start at one thing, right? So this yeah. is like my go-to meal. Every single time. It was hard the first time, probably the first three times. And I did it wrong once. I pressed the wrong button on the pressure cooker. (laughs) But that's all right. Press the bean. Yeah, I did. Like I stewed it or something. I don't know. It wasn't cooked and I had to redo it. But now that I've done it every single week, I have to think about it almost not at all. Yeah. So same meal every week. Super easy. And as for dinners, um, we kind of look at the calendar before we go to the store. We like... Nate and I do this thing where we shout back and forth. I'm like, all right, what do we have still? Chili? Okay, that's for tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we just decide how many meals we need. We just buy enough food for the meals. And then we write the name of the meal on the calendar of the day of the week we'll be eating it. And again, okay. I'm lazy. We make slow cooker meals for like almost every single meal. We buy the ingredients for chili. We buy the pre-chopped vegetables because mm-hmm. I'm lazy. And then if it says chili on the calendar for Monday, Monday morning, either me or Nate pulls out the slow cooker, add the ingredients, give it a stir and set it for eight hours. So it's done when we get home. Yeah. And it like my meal planning literally is we have a monthly calendar on the wall and Mm -hmm. it usually goes chili, beef stew, chili, beef stew, leftovers. And then on Fridays, we usually plan a date night once a week, (laughs) which could mean either we go out. Or we might just get takeout or we just make something other than slow cooker beef stew. Okay. Awesome. But, so it's basically like three recipes that we make all the time. Nate does yeah. different things for lunch, but I do my lunch. Same every week. And then we have a beef stew and we have a, a chili recipe that we do over and over and over again. I love it, Mary. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, like w- once you get your rhythm You'll mm-hmm. find that you're only, especially if you're into leftovers, you'll find that you're only cooking like three times a week mm-hmm. for dinner because um, you have that leftover night. Um, so it's really not, it's not like you're making a different meal for each mm-hmm. night of the week. That's awesome. Yep. And, and for us, it's just love mm-hmm. that you mentioned the pre-cut vegetables. Yeah. Um, if you have access to that, that's a great way to make things so much easier. Yeah. I know sometimes it's hard to, you know, it is more expensive. You're like, Mm -hmm. I can easily cut an onion, but I have just like, I am going to be realistic with myself from now on Mm -hmm. and I won't, I won't cut it up. I will. It'll just be like one step. It'll make it too slow and I won't use it. And yeah. so I literally like you open the top of the container and you dump it in. <laughs> it's like, yeah. saves me so much time that it's worth the money for me. Exactly. Yeah. And I've started, um, like if I'm, if I know I'm going to be cooking 
like that vegetable is going to be cooked, like onions. I've been just mm-hmm. buying frozen onions mm-hmm. and they're already diced and everything and they're yes. frozen. So I just pull them out when I need them. And then I have a couple other recipes that I use frozen vegetables in mm-hmm. so I can keep like a couple bags of those vegetables in the freezer. And then I just have them ready. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when I need them, <laughs> just yep. pull it and out. It can be really simple. Frozen, frozen vegetables are awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, you know, like sweet potatoes and potatoes are super cheap too. So that's the other thing about my lunch. It's like, you know, it's just a chicken and potatoes mostly. Uh And so it also doesn't have to be very expensive, you know, to buy that full meal. It saves you a lot of money over time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You'll save so much money if you are eating, making food at home versus eating out. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So my friends, we have some tips for you. Uh, five tips for efficient meal planning. Excellent. And our first tip for you is do not expect perfection. And mm-hmm. this is huge. Yep. I think often we go into meal planning as all or nothing. Uh, we have to have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and any snacks planned and prepped to a tea. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you that this mindset will just be a setup for disaster. Yep. So drop the perfectionist mindset. I've done that myself and know that meal planning is a process and it's, there's no right or wrong way. You will make poor tasting foods Mm -hmm. and you will forget to get something at the grocery store and plans will change. So expect this to happen and, you know, just go with the flow. Yep. And I know I have, you know, a lot of clients, I've started working with a lot of clients where they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I was on this meal plan. I was doing great. And then basically life happened and Mm -hmm. they didn't make their meal plan for a week. And then they just felt like they ruined everything. So, you know, just letting go of that mindset and don't expect perfection and just look for the small wins and small steps that you can make. Which brings us to our next tip, which is take small steps. So this ties into our first tip, which is not expecting perfection. If meal planning seems overwhelming and daunting, then plan one or two meals for the week. Make a grocery list, shop, and then make those meals on the day's planned. Make enough for two meals and you will have another meal planned. So if you prep for two meals and you make enough for leftovers, you now have four meals. You've just doubled your meal planning. Excellent. And, you know, once you're comfortable with two meals, add a couple more and so on until you're meal planning for the amount of meals that you want or need. And our third tip is to schedule in time. And this is so important. If you don't schedule it in, it won't happen. Believe me. (laughs) There are weeks that I over plan or I have a huge project to complete and I use my meal planning time to um, do other things. And when this happens, I end up rogue in the grocery store and come home with what I hope will make a good tasting meal for the week. (laughs) So by scheduling in time for prepping and grocery shopping, you are setting yourself up for success. This is like the foundation. And tip number four is to plan ahead. And this ties into scheduling in time. Plan ahead 
your meals that you're going to make for the week. Sit down and use a template uh, to help you organize your meals, or you can just write them on a paper. Use your plan to make your grocery list. And this planning ahead will make your day-to-day operations so much easier and smoother. When you have groceries and recipes, when you go to make your meal, your dinner turns out so much better than when you have no groceries or recipes. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Right? And then my last tip for you is to enjoy the process. You know, have fun meal planning and prepping. If it seems, you know, daunting to you or you're just like, I... I never want to have to do that. (laughs) Ask yourself how you can make it fun. Turn on some good music while you're looking through recipes and organizing your meals. Uh, You know, get the kids involved, ask them what they want and take them shopping with you to expose them to what they're going to be eating. Get them involved in the process and this will greatly increase your child's interest Mm -hmm. in eating the meal. Um, I personally like to turn up the tunes when I'm unpacking groceries because this is like my least favorite part of the process, like unpacking and kind of like cleaning out the fridge, rearranging, organizing. Right. So I just like crank up a good song or songs. Yeah. And I have an idea, you know, there's a podcast that um, I hear is really good. It's called the real life wellness podcast with Mary Pisa. You could turn that on while you're unpacking your groceries or meal planning. Mary, your time could be so useful. Could be. You have the best ideas, Mary. I know, right? You should be like a life coach or something. Ah, Kisa. (laughs) Kisa, those were good tips. Thank you so much for walking us through meal planning because that, it can seem daunting. But, you know, I really encourage everybody to to give it a try. It, like, it's one of those things that in the beginning, it just seems so much harder. But towards, like, once you get going, it makes your life so yeah. much easier. Just yeah. so much easier. Yeah. And that's like, you know, any new thing you try, it's going to be difficult at first. And there's going to mm-hmm. be, you might screw up or mess up or yep. you think you screwed up or messed up. But, you know, really, it's like once you do it over and over again, it gets easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that, Kisa. All right, friends, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for being awesome as always and listening in. Tune into our next episode where we talk a little bit about introversion. Even if you identify as an extrovert, we encourage you to take a listen as you are bound to interact with extroverts throughout your life. By understanding introvert traits, you can develop healthy relationships with introverts. Super fun. Love talking about being an introvert. Um. So if you'd like to know more about us, and if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. Again, that's the Real Wellness, the, oh, the Real Life <laughs> Wellness Podcast. Um, search that up in Facebook and you'll find our group and you can join us there. Uh, you can contact me at my website at maryelisepreston.com or Kisa at her website at kisaamaro.com. And that's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Awesome, Mary. Thank you. And guys, if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. Yeah. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. We would greatly appreciate your help in reaching out to people who could benefit from our podcast. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye.